0: All right, here we go. Awesome. Welcome, everybody, back to the Model Business Podcast. Today, I have uh, Amir Tantawi. He's one of the most successful real estate brokers nationwide. He's located right here in the Bay Area. This guy started from absolutely nothing, built his business over the past six and a half years. And so what I want to do today is I want to share his story. I want to share the struggles. I want to share the achievements he's he's had and uh, just kind of get to know him a little more. So, uh, Amir, thank you so much for hopping on today with us.
1: Of course, of course and thank you for your time. Appreciate I appreciate it. that.
0: I appreciate that. So I want to start this off. I want people to hear about your background, what you did before real estate, how you decided to get into real estate and uh, what was like what was the reason that got you into doing
1: this? Sure, sure. So um, so before real estate, I was in you know let's call it corporate sales, you know in a variety of types, right? So I initially started my sales career um in tech sales and so it was a company in san jose that did international uh tech product sales mostly focusing on laptops and exporting them internationally so interesting so that's one of the things that i did and i started there inside you know sales you know and, and through the wholesale cycle you know traveled abroad traveled to dubai you know to to tech conferences and worked with these international companies to to sell them tech products. Um, so that's where my sales career started. And that was when I was, uh, I believe I was, you know, maybe 18 and a half, 19 years old. And uh, I started there with, you know, one of my best friends and and, you know, essentially my brother. And he's also, and, and I'll get to this here in a second. So his name is Yasser. And so that's where I started my sales career, and then from there went on to um, financial sales. So I was a banker at Chase Bank, um, wow. and, and more specifically, I started off in uh, one of the Palo Alto branches, and then from there they sort of promoted me to like the Los Altos branch, which is in Los Altos downtown. Wow! And so, so that was that was really cool because from there, you know, I got to meet a lot of affluent Los Altos residents and, and sit down with them and pull up their bank accounts and their (laughs) financial accounts and and talk to them and, and, and see how I can help them, you know, with their finances. Um, But moreover, it was also cool because I got to ask them about their stories, kind of like, you know, the, the people that you see nowadays on social media, like, Hey, your car's cool. What do you do for a living? Right. Right, it's right, right. On like, TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> it's like kind of like, wow, your bank accounts, you know, looking really nice. What do you do for a living? You know? Right. <laughs> um, and, and and that was part of the thing that, you know, the bank wanted us to to sort of find out, anyways, right? Like, you know, where where their money comes from. And, you know, and it was interesting stories. So got to meet a lot of cool people there. And then from there I ventured off into. Uh, marketing solution sales.
0: Um,
1: so it was, you know, it was selling uh, appointments to companies. So essentially, selling inside sales. Uh, you know, hot appointments. You know, kind of like how Zillow can transfer off, you know, qualified customers uh, to 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 agents. Um, it was similar to that in the tech corporate world. So setting up appointments with high-level executives um, and, and selling that service there. So you were
0: the guy on the phone calling and setting those appointments.
1: Uh, it was a combination. So I initially started as that, but then it ventured off into actually selling the service of, you know, having a team, you know, set those appointments for for those companies. Got it. And, uh, and so that was, that was the most recent thing that I did before getting into real estate. And so it was, you know, those three, you know, companies and sales environments that sort of began and helped me foster, you know, what, what sales and what brought me into real estate. Right. Um, so you know, part of the interesting part about it is, um, and, and this is probably you know, this might be some other guest that you might want to have on the show, um, and maybe you you already know him or, or you've already met him, which is. Um, my best friend and and my brother Yasser Aladdin. I'm not sure if you've come across. I, I him or... I've seen his name all over. We never got the chance to connect. You should probably connect with him. So so you know to kind of briefly touch on that um, and and how I got into real estate. It was you know Yasser and I were were sitting, we're hanging out, uh, and, and you know w- we had both uh, worked at the first tech company that I was telling you about. So he he initially suggested I should come along. They have a, an opening for sales. So I I, I went there uh, and, and started working with him there. And then uh, and then similarly to when we were working at the last marketing sales solution company. So we worked there together. Um, and then before we got into real estate, we were sitting down together. We were thinking like, hey, well, what could we do? to supplement what we're currently doing and just have some additional income. And so we were watching million dollar listing and, you know, all, you know, (laughs) all these shows. And we're like thinking like, wow, if we could just do, you know, four deals throughout the whole year, just do open houses and and average an additional hundred thousand. That right. was your goal was just to do four that, deals, <laughs> just do four deals, just do additional hundred thousand on top of what we were already doing. Right. Right. So That's it'd awesome. be like multiple six figures, you know, that'd be kind of cool. We'll just do it on the weekends, you right. know, not, not much risk there. So we were kind of both thinking of that. And then, um, and then at one point and I'm, I'm, you know, I take risks uh, but I don't take them as big as some other people do, which I mean it might not be a great thing. Um, but uh, but you know what I was thinking, I'm just gonna jump all the way in. I love hundred a hundred percent in. Let that. me let me just get into this, and you know if I could get the first twenty five thousand, average you know on a million dollars. I could, it could, I'll, I'll survive until I get it can the Can carry you for a few months. months. If you don't ragged. mind me
0: asking, just for the audience, how much were you making at that last job before real estate?
1: So it was just right around the six figure range. Got it. Okay, got it. Yep. So it, you know, it was, it was a thought like, hey, maybe we could do like two hundred thousand, right? right? That'll be that'll be good. Um, but um, so so, it decided I'm just I'm just gonna jump all in. Similarly, yeser did the same thing. He jumped all in as well, um, and, and the funny thing is, we both started within one week apart. So he got his license wow. one week later. Wow. So he's been been in the business around the same time. And just to you know, quick you know throw out there, he's doing more than eighty million uh, a, a year nowadays. So he's you know, right. Uh, but uh, but this we question. both started at the same time, and that's that's how we that's how we got into real estate. Um, that's insane. Yeah, that's starting awesome. with, with Intero, also both together. So you guys both started in Intero. <laughs>
0: yep,
1: yep, yep. That's awesome.
0: And for those of you that don't know, I mean, Amir and, and Yasser, I mean, these guys are both icons in the real estate world in the Bay Area. I mean, they're absolutely crushing it. Some of the top brokers and agents nationwide. So that's that's amazing to hear how you guys both came up together. Were you guys in college together as well, or did you meet at that
1: first week? So days? so no no we've uh, we've known each other since we were like like kids wow right? okay you know like we were you know running around almost in diapers <laughs> together right so we've known each other basically our entire lives
0: that's amazing that's awesome yeah yeah, yeah. So. so so you get into real estate obviously you've got the expectations you're going to do four deals right what ended up happening in your first year tell me more about that
1: yeah yeah so so my first year um in my first rolling 12 months, I ended up doing eight deals. Right. Wow, double. So double, not too bad. Um and and it was it was interesting because my first four deals came after my fourth month in the business. And it was, you know, fourth month. It was like first deal, second deal, third deal, fourth, fourth deal. Right. Because I was building up those four months, I was just building up leads, I was building a pipeline, and I was trying to push it as much as I can. And then after I got the four deals, uh, you know, things sort of slowed down just a little bit. Um, And I think it was sort of the overwhelm of having them all at the same time, it was all still very new. Right. um, And and just kind of, you know, going through the motions of, okay, now we focused on closing those four deals, but we dropped the ball on, you know, additional new, prospecting, new lead additional yeah. right? And so that kind of slowed down. But um, eight de- deals the first year, not too bad, you know, uh, for, for a first year. Right. right. That I mean, that's
0: um, amazing. You know, a lot of agents would love to, to get anywhere close to that. Just to put that into perspective, uh, on in my first year, I went. I was a used car salesman. I hated that. I was going to college. I decided to get out of, of all of that, and so I got my real estate license. It took me twelve months, and I was working twelve hours a day on the phone. I had two headsets on. I was cold calling with Mojo. It took me twelve. Yep hours a day of a full year of cold calls before i got my first transaction wow Um, you know so i you know you had a you had a much better success rate than i did right but thankfully you didn't quit i didn't quit and that's why we ended up making it you know and a lot of people i think what happens is that they look at somebody like yourself right now they look at somebody like myself and they're like oh well these guys are getting so much business and it seems so easy i've been working so hard and i'm not getting anything for three months i'm not getting anything for four months and i know a lot of people that get in and out within a couple of months or three months because it Turns out it's much harder than they thought. But the reality yeah. is if they would have just kept going, they, that first deal would then go to a second. And then that's what happened with me as well. I got my first deal. The second deal came in a month later, the third deal a month later, the fourth. And then it just went from literally zero to 12 the second year. And then from there on, it just tripled year over year, year yep, over yep, year. Yep, yep, yep. That's people beautiful. Don't realize that. People don't realize that. So how did you build your business? So you got in your, your first eight deals. Like what was the source of those deals?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it was a, it was a combination. Right. And, um, uh, f- from when I first started, I wanted to keep expenses as low as possible. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go for, you know, the most economical methods of, of getting business and and prospecting and, and really rolling up my sleeves and, and working hard and, and digging right. deep. And so it was, you know, as much as I could do, but it was uh, open houses every single weekend, right? Open houses every single weekend, at least non-negotiable. For the, non-negotiable, um, at least for the first two years. I would almost recollect, perhaps the first two and a half years, and and, and it wasn't just that um, there was b- virtually no weekends off within within that time frame, but it was also like. You know, no weekends off, no vacations because obviously, because I'm you know I'm in town and and I'm working all, all week and all the time. Um, and it was really uh, simultaneously to that, it was really putting in those hours, right? It was like twelve to to thirteen hour, fourteen hour days every single day of just learning and and and, and uh, I love it. you know, getting as much knowledge. But it was open houses, cold calls. Um, social media, great.,, right. Right? Um, uh, you know, connecting with with friends, family, and you know, and every everybody that I knew. Um, and those were really the main sources. Now, I still do, you know, all of those now and then some, right? Because you know, just investing more and, and marketing Tashing and that kind business. of thing. Exactly. Um, But that's how I really started. So it was open houses, cold calls, um, you know, referrals, you know, from friends and family, as well as, uh, as well as social media, and and you still have to do all of that.
0: You have to. You have to put in the work. See a lot. I mean, especially if you're getting into into business. When I started, I was completely broke, right? And it's like I didn't have money to go send out a hundred thousand flyers a month, mm-hmm. right? So you have to put exactly. in the you have to put in the sweat equity. You either write a check or you put in the sweat equity. And so for somebody like you, you did you did the open houses. You did the social media. You did it all. And see, a lot of times people are like, "Well, I did this thing and it didn't really work, or I did that and it didn't work." But the reality is, if you dig deeper, they weren't doing it every single weekend for two and a half years nonstop nobody did that and that's why they exactly
1: exactly exactly it's just not putting in enough effort not putting in enough consistency you know uh like quitting in your mind or just quitting you know like in 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 real life right Right. it's it's not gonna get you to where where you want to go you just have to stay consistent um you know Constantly follow up, especially if you're in sales, right? Right. Whether it's real estate or whatever it is, you have to follow up.
0: Rejection is part of the game, you know. If you're not getting rejected, you're not making enough attempts.
1: (laughs) Exactly, you're, you're, you know, and 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 you're not getting closer, right? right? Right. So
0: no, I love that. So do you mind sharing with with people where you're at right now in business, from where you started? Like, how many transactions roughly are you doing? Millions of dollars in production?
1: Yeah, yeah. So this year, I'm on track to do like $25 million, close to wow. that. Um, and so, uh, you know, and, and from a transaction count, you know, I just always average it out at a million. So, you yeah, know. That's
0: the Bay Area average, it seems like. That's you know, the, the Bay
1: Area sure. average. But, um, you know, uh, there, there are higher price points, lower price sure. points. And, and, and they average uh, out. And they average out. I right? remember
0: so in, in my last year, I exited the business now, the sales business. I, I have a team that does it now, but I remember my average was always about eight hundred thousand when the average yeah. is one point two, because I always focus on the
1: lower income houses that nobody mm. else wanted. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. There you go. You have to yeah. you have to focus on some sort of niche, right? Uh, absolutely. Um, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And so, it, it all ends up averaging out and working out. Right. Absolutely. So. No, it absolutely does. I mean,
0: so you've consistently been, you know, producing higher and higher year over year. So from from when you started to right now, what do you think? What are the main differences that that
1: you think you've implemented in your business that cause you to grow it the way you've done? Mm-hmm. I think it's a combination, right? So number one, additional marketing methods, right? So you know, I also have a a, a farm now that I've been fairly consistent with and, and in. Um, but but that that also costs money, right? right. So if somebody doesn't have, you know, uh, a consistent flow of investment mm-hmm. that they could throw at, you know, whatever marketing vehicle that they do, whether it's a farm or any other marketing vehicle for, you know, especially when we're talking about farming, at least, you know, 18 months to two years. I love if that. you If you don't have that planned out in your financials, then then just don't start it or don't start it as big,
0: right? right.
1: right. So I would say, you know, one thing as the example of the farm is just more investing in my business, right? Right. Um, better investing in, you know, better systems, whether that's, you know, for, for cold calling, you know, meaning better leads or, um, uh, or better systems or, or more marketing. But then the other, I think, you know, part of the other bigger underlying factors, uh, you know, is that I've gained more skill, right? Yep. I've because
0: you put in the reps, you've been doing it.
1: Yeah, I put in the reps. I've been doing it. I've gained more skills, so I sound more polished, right? right. So I have a higher conversion rate. Um, similarly, you know, I've built now a, a a past client database, so I'm always staying in touch with those clients. So, additionally, what I'm doing from when I first began is now I can stay in touch with more people and more people that I've actually done business with that that trust that I can actually get the job done. So I always stay in touch with my clients., uh, you know, I stay in touch with my entire database once a week, right? Uh, by by email, right? So they're hearing from me once a week, regardless of whatever is happening. Um, mm-hmm. right? And then um, and, and then from there, they're also personally hearing from me, once a quarter, right? So they're personally hearing from me, uh, along with a CMA,
0: and they're so adding value. And, and
1: just adding value, you know, checking in on them, you know, showing them what what their home is worth, whether they plan to sell or not. It's just like a quarterly report, just right. like a financial advisor. Um, and so you know, those sort of, I consider those as added pillars as to how, you know, I've been able to increase business. Um, And then, you know, this hasn't come into fruition yet, but I just hired on a new uh, agent on my team. And so, you know, uh, this is going to be his, like, his first weekend of open houses um, alone and, and to get out there and, and, you know, generate business for himself and, and for the team and, I and that, that kind of thing right? right so it constantly builds and right. again a part of it is like the experience the the knowledge that we gain you know yeah. all that to, to and, and, and i think what i'm noticing just hearing you speak like you were talking about farming
0: right most people go into farming and they think they have a long term horizon by saying look i'm going to try this out for 6 months and if it, if i don't get anything in 6 months i'm going to you know stop paying for it and you're talking here about an 18 month to a 24 month before seeing any results that's a much much longer time horizon and so that gives you even if you have low conversion rate you have a bad ad if you're doing it for 18 to 24 months you're going to get something right and same thing with me when i was calling it's like i did it for a full year i sucked i was i was i was crap but i did it for a full year it's like you could make so many mistakes and at some point you're going to do the right thing by accident right so when you're doing it for 18 months 24 months i mean that is exactly why you've seen the results you've seen so just consistency over and over and over and over over a long period of time will get you the results that you want to see so that's i i love i love seeing that um i you know you've Crushing it in business, and you're gonna you're gonna continue to grow in that aspect. So that's that's awesome to hear. So, what are Thank your you. long-term goals? I mean, I've, you've been at it now for six and a half years. Where do you see yourself over the next, say, five years, ten years, twenty years, whatever the case is?
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and actually, I wanted to touch on one more point that you just mentioned oh, sure. was in terms of the consistency. You know, one example that I share with people is like as you're driving into as an ex- actually, you know what? Even a better example, right? How about you know, if you if if you know somebody that got injured in a car accident in, in the Bay Area, yeah, who would you call? I would call uh, Habas. Habas. Of course. Yep. <laughs> of course. Right. I mean, you, you know, what, his why? name is everywhere. He's, he's, he's everywhere. I mean, he's on my Facebook. He's, yep. you know, he's on every single billboard out right. there.
0: Right. Right. He's, he's he, his name brand is in our heads.
1: Is in our name. heads. Yeah. Right. It, it's, it's the automatic. Right. And if you don't call him, I mean, it's like, it, what it are you doing? Even make any sense, <laughs> right. Like, I don't even know if he's good or not. Right. But, but he's, you know, it's like, again, similarly to that, similarly to Apple when you see the billboards when you're going in San Francisco or wherever, right. why would they need to stay consistent? Right. It's just right. because that's how marketing works. You have to be in, in people's, um, Absolutely. And people's face all and, time. And, and see, here's the thing is
0: that, you know, a lot of times, like I was actually at a, a conference, real estate conference about a month ago, Tony Robbins was there and he was talking about, you know, he's like, listen, I want you to raise, I want you to raise your hand if you thought about this company or this company when I said computers. If you, you know, and the, most people thought about Apple. When it comes to Coke, most people thought about Coca-Cola, right? And so, yep. and so he just went on and on to just show how these companies built huge brands. And you know the reality is we don't have the budgets to build these huge brands, but we have the budget to build that same brand in a 1,200-home subdivision or a 2,000-home subdivision. We could do that. We could build the Apple, you know, in that subdivision of real estate. And so that's what Habas has done, super, super successfully. That's what you've done in your farm. That's why people trust you. And uh, and I think people just don't have that long-term horizon um, of thinking, and they just want results way too quick, and it just doesn't come.
1: You totally know? totally i mean nothing good comes quickly right? right i mean you you have to put in the work you have to i mean all you know all the stuff that some people see on social media like the the jets the this i mean that people weren't born with that stuff right, right. You, you know you you have to put in the work to get where you want but back to your question on um you know where do i see myself 5 years perhaps 10 years i think you might have yeah. mentioned you know ideally uh in more focused on the luxury space of of real estate, um you know, and then for like the five year and and perhaps even the next few years, you know perhaps you know because w- one of the pillars of my business is is cold calling, right? Perhaps me doing less of the cold calling and and, and more of like a team doing it um, and more focus on, you know, the luxury space of real estate. That's um, awesome. At least awesome. five years down the line. I, I haven't really thought 10 years down the line. But, uh, no,
0: that's awesome. I mean, that's an amazing goal. And, and you know, getting yourself as much as possible out of the day to day is really right. sad. I mean, um, by the end of last year in 20, because I built my business on called calls, um, you know, pretty much almost exclusively, I would say, um, before I exited. And it was all we had literally 25 ISAs called calling, right? From different countries. We had the follow-up people, we had the managers, we had the trainers, we had the hiring people, right? So it's like, by the time I hired all these people, it's like, I I just felt kind of useless. I'm like, well, what am I going to do now? (laughs) But you know, the nice thing about that is you make way more money with way, way less effort because you're you're leveraging other people's time, which is really kind of the secret to growth. That's the thing I've noticed because I go to a lot of conferences and there are people I've met that make, 20 million dollars, 50 million dollars, 70 million dollars a year. What I've noticed yeah. is that they're leveraging other people way better than I'm leveraging other people. That's really one mm. of the biggest key differentiators between between us. Uh, but yeah, mm. no, the very interesting point. Love your goal. I, I love where you're heading. That That's awesome. Now, let's move on to the personal side of Amir. So, you know, when you're not working, when you're not, you know, doing your day to day things, what, what do you do for hobbies? What do you do for fun?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a combination of things. Um, so first of all, uh, you know, I have a 14 month old baby, um, wow. a 14 month old girl. She's, uh, she's my world. So whenever I'm not working and I try, you know, one thing I've implemented in my business and, uh, you know, not to, not to go into the business side of things, but because it's a personal thing, right? One thing I've implemented in my business is to shut down by Ooh. six maximum, yeah. Maximum seven. Right. Because, you know, like ultimately I and, and what I've started recently sharing with clients is, look, I need to recharge and I need to spend time with my family and I need to, you know, be in the best shape that I could be. So when I perform for you, you know, I'm fully focused during the day, so on and so forth. So I try to shut down and hang out with my baby, with my wife. Right. And, uh, and Have you and lost just,
0: any business, by the way, from doing that, you think?
1: No. Yeah, no.
0: I think it's all I, in our right. head. We think that we have to work until 12 o'clock at night when the reality is nobody expects us to work that late, but we just put that on ourselves. And then, you know, and then we end up being stressed at home. We end up being stressed at work. We, and then we have that work-life balance
1: just kind of going, you know, all over the place. Totally. And, and more imbalanced, right? Right. So, you know, I just, I've heard it from a few people. I've heard one agent, you know, top agent say, you know, hey, like a surgeon, you, you, you can't really reach them, you know, after business hours, right? Because right. there's probably nothing that's that important that, you know, one, one example I, I tell, um, uh, you know, my my new agent, as well as other agents that have been on my team and and, and just people that I've come across is, Hey look, if if a client's house is on fire, um they probably shouldn't call me. They should probably call the fireman because <laughs> I can't do anything about it, right? So, you know, Man, I
0: love I, that. And, and, and that's
1: especially during my prospecting hours, right? right? It's it my my point is that, you know, some things are sacred, right? right? You know, similarly to to shutting down at night, hanging out with family, relaxing, you know, that kind of thing is, you know, there's probably nothing going on at that time. If it's after six and the house is on fire, I still can't do anything about it. It's the fireman, right? Right. right. You know, as, a, as a joke, right? right. A joke. But, you know, we have to set some boundaries. We have to, you know, um, recharge. So I love to hang out with my family. My daughter has changed my life. Um, and uh-huh. you know, it's kind she of your crazy first daughter. This. My first my first baby, uh, first daughter. And, and it's crazy because people say like, oh, you know, your kids change your life. And and, and it's really true um, because everything I do is surrounded with her, uh, you know, in mind. Um, so I love to do that. Um, recently, I've gone into uh, to river rafting, which oh, I wow. love doing. It's super, Where is Sacramento? super fun in Sacramento area. Super, super fun. Um, and then just, you know, snowboarding, you know, mountain biking, just biking in general, all types of sports, you know, I basketball, I just, you know, I, I like being active. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, just yeah, doing yeah. different things. Yeah, oh, yeah I, yeah, I yeah. think,
0: I think what I noticed a lot of, especially people in the real estate sales world, you know, it's like they get in and then it's like, that's pretty much all they do day in and day out. And so, and I was like i lived like that i lived like a robot for about three four years i was like a robot literally i would wake up go to the office and then i leave the office go back home eat sleep and then repeat rinse and repeat for years and you need to do yeah. that in the beginning you have
1: to do that in the beginning yeah long that's how you, you built it boundaries Absolutely. that's how you built it right Absolutely. now now that's how your hands off you're you know it's still doing its thing right, right.
0: and you get it's to breathing. do
1: other things yeah. yeah and you get to do other things
0: that's awesome. And then tell me about books. Do you do you read books? Do you listen to any shows? Uh, if so, what are your some of your favorite
1: books? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd say my all-time favorite book is um Never Split the Difference, which oh, wow. is by 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 Chris Voss. Yeah, he's um, great. And that that's probably my favorite book. I mean, I think it's one of the best books on negotiation that that I've ever personally read. Um I also like um how to win friends and influence people mm, um favorite that one's a good one right um yeah i'd say those are the the two favorite ones otherwise in terms of like shows and things that i listen to um this is probably going to be one of my new ones here um <laughs> but uh but but i like to listen to, to a lot of tom ferry stuff yeah. right um sort of if i'm like working out or you know going on a bike ride or something like that to, to stay productive and, and, uh, you know, use some of that downtime for, you know, more productivity. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So
0: that's awesome. No, yeah. that's amazing. I, yeah. These are great books and, and Tom Ferry and Mike, Ferry. I mean, these guys are legends in the, in the real estate totally. trading.
1: Actually, do you, do you, uh, do you coach with any of them actively or I, I don't and never okay. have. Um, okay. but you know, I mean, they put out enough, you know, valuable content that you can actually go and apply. Right. Um, you know, really their businesses are, I think, to an extent for people that need the accountability or feel like they need the accountability right. for the most part. I'm sure, I mean, I haven't experienced it, but I'm sure they coach to to help you build it better and, and that kind of thing. I just, I've never, yes. I've
0: never, never, never actually said no. that. Man, yeah. all the accountability I needed was just looking at my bank account and seeing what, what where I'm at versus where I want to be and you know, wanting to yep. get to the goals, you know. And I feel like you'd like that as well. You've got the family you're taking care of, you've got bills to pay. That's that's all the accountability we need.
1: Yeah, that's that's really it. Like when people ask me like, Oh, like how do you stay so accountable? Like what it's all my bills that keep me accountable. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it's very simple, right? Like I want right. they want, yeah, want some grand be- answer. <laughs> I don't wanna be homeless, you know. I wanna make sure that we go on vacation. I wanna make sure that we, you know, my daughter's happy and my wife's happy and and all right. that good stuff, right? So I was speaking just, at a mastermind.
0: No, absolutely. And, and so, you know, people sometimes I don't know if they, they get shocked by by honesty like that. Like the other day I was I was at a mastermind of speaking and one of the people that was sitting there, she's like, Hey, I wanna ask you a question, like we go in the first year, 12 months, no, no results. What kept you going? I'm like, well, I was broke. I had nothing better to do. And I wanted the money. She's like, oh, okay. So it wasn't like, you know, you weren't, You didn't have a passion for real estate. No, no, I didn't have really a passion for real estate. I needed money. That's all I cared about. Now it changed since then, right? Once you get, once you get some income going, you get money. That kind of goes away, right? For the most part. But like when you're starting and you're struggling, you know, like your passion doesn't matter. You gotta make it work. There's no excuse not there. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's and it's always been like that for me, right? Like, generally speaking, I think, you know, I think I, I say I, I, I enjoy sales, right? I enjoy um i enjoy the negotiations for sure i enjoy you know sort of the the back and forth banter that kind of thing right um but but ultimately you know sales is tough it right is. right it's you know and, and if i were to to have to choose you know i like i don't think anybody wants to do anything tough per se but right. If that's what's gonna what's gonna pay and 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 help me achieve to where I want to go, then uh, then I'm all for it, you know. If if you're not going through tough situations, you're not growing, you know, and that's yeah, just the reality exactly. of it, you know. Exactly.
0: So, no, man, that's exactly. awesome. So I want to ask you our last question, and that is, if you were trying to help somebody out who's just getting started, or maybe they're struggling, like I was struggling a lot when I first started, what would you tell them in order to Maybe you know keep them going and get them to that next line. What do you think are some of the most important business nuggets you've learned over the past
1: you know six and a half years you've been in business in real estate? You're in you're asking estate. specifically. Yep. Um, I'd say I'd say a combination of things, right? So like while I've never been on a team and I've always you know done my own thing and that kind of thing, I've I've also had some mentors in the business. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, and and I'll throw out some names because, you know, they really helped me out, which is my first mentor, I'd say, is Larry Clapow, which was my broker at Intero. Uh, Super cool guy. Super nice guy. He's still in business, Um, I believe, right? Still in business. Still in business. And then my two or, you know, rather my my three um, other biggest mentors in the business is Joe Velasco. Uh, Rusty Pap and and Yes or Aladdin, right? So I yeah. mean, they've always uh, they've always shared their you know business nuggets and and wisdom and and I try to sponge up as much as I can. I love it. Um, so, getting, yeah, mentors, so getting mentors, getting mentors, getting a getting a mentor that'll help you speed up you know your your learning, right? Um, and then if you know you really want to get your hands dirty and, and, you know, try to try to accelerate your, your real estate career, you know, get on the phones, cold call, talk to people, talk to a lot of people, right. Put yourself out there. Um, You know, do open houses like I did do the social media, you know, just get Get yourself out there. Yep. Yep. Um, And then one thing that, you know, people don't talk about much or just in general or in sales is, you know, respect people's time. Yeah, right. And and that means a couple of things, right? It means, you know, if and when you're initiating a conversation, especially through a call, or even in person with somebody that you don't know, is respect their time, you know, make sure it's a good time to to chat with them, um, and be short, sweet to the point and and bring value. And if you don't, then, uh, then you're probably, you know, it's probably going to be tough for you. Right.
0: I uh, know. I, I, man, I absolutely agree with that, especially the last piece. One of the most important things I've taught my salespeople and the ISAs and follow up people is that, listen, when you get on the phone, you need to be on and off the phone as quickly as possible. If, especially if they're not interested, you don't need to waste their time. If it's yeah. like we call and we're like, hey, are you? interested in selling your house yes or no if it's a no then move on don't waste their time because then the next time we call in six months they're never going to want to talk to us again if you keep them on the phone and they're too too polite to get you off right so you don't want to do that to people because then they might be nice to you on the phone but they they'll start avoiding your next calls they'll start avoiding meeting with you and you don't want that to start happening
1: exactly and especially with real estate it's not like a hard sell right right like you know people don't you know people think about such a major decision right Right. so we need to be respectful um and 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 knowledgeable and and you know professional right so yeah
0: no man i love that i love that It's no wonder that you're so successful you're going to continue to go up and i i can't i can't wait to to watch you grow your team now that you're starting in that route and see where you'll be in the next five years ten years
1: I appreciate you, my man. I appreciate it, my man.
0: Appreciate it, man. Thank you, Amir. Well, I appreciate you uh, joining us on the podcast and uh, I'll see you all on the next one. Take care.
1: All righty. Thank you. Awesome.